our heads together. Father, we bless your name tonight. We bless the name that is above every name, the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, how we love you and how we appreciate you, Father, for all that you have done for us. Lord, you've been so good to us. Lord, you've come in our midst and our hearts and lives changed us from glory to glory. Lord, where would we be if it wasn't for you and your amazing grace? Lord, tonight we commit our hearts to you, our lives to you, Father. This week to you, Father. Everything that we've done today, we give it to you, Lord. Lord, if there be anything that we have done that wouldn't be pleasing, Lord, we ask that you would forgive us. Wash us by your blood, Father. Touch us tonight in a special way, I pray. Lord, we commit this this time to you and this service to you. For your glory, for your honor, for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's turn to Nahum chapter 1. I'd like to speak to you tonight on the light. Who can contend? Amen. Nahum chapter 1 and verse 2. God is jealous and the Lord revengeth. And the Lord revengeth. And is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversary. And he reserveth wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger but great in power, and he will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord hath his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebuketh the sea and maketh it dry. He drieth up all the rivers. Bashan languisheth. Carmel and the flower of Lebanon languisheth. The mountains quake at him, and the hills melt. And the earth is burned at his presence. Yea, the world and all that dwell therein. Who can stand before his indignation? And who can abide in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire and the rocks are thrown down by him. But the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knoweth him that trust in him. Amen. God bless you today. You can be seated. The light. Who can contend? It's pretty amazing scriptures we read in the first few lines. He would speak over and over of a God who revengeth. A God who is furious. A God who takes vengeance. A God who reserveth wrath. But he said he's slow to anger. Amen. But once he gets there, look out. Amen. Once he gets to that great place of anger and, and then he, he comes in great power. And not, he said it will not at all acquit the wicked. But the Lord will have his way in the whirlwind and the storms and the clouds. And he rebukes, will rebuke the sea and make it dry. The mountains will quake. The hills will melt. The earth will burn just at his presence. Amen. And it goes on to say, who can stand before his indignation? Or who can contend? Who can stand? Who can abide? Who can contend in the fierceness of his anger? His fury is poured out like fire and the rocks are thrown down by him. So, amen, as we read here, amen, the wicked or our enemy, the devil is not going to get away with anything. But he is going to pay for all that he has done. But but during all of this, the Lord is a good God, and he's a stronghold in the day of trouble. And I believe that's the time that we're living in. We're living in a great day of trouble, and he also knows them that trust in him. Now, I was looking at this word contend. It means to strive. It means to vie for a a, a win or in a contest or a rivalry, or it means to strive or win against difficulties. It also means to play, to win. Amen. In other words, if I'm not going to win, I'm not going to play. 
Amen. That's my attitude. I'm going to win. So, amen. God has this attitude towards, amen, the time that we're living in. He's going to win. He's not going to lose. He's going to win the war. He's going to win the, the time that we're living in. He's going to win. Amen. Every heart that belongs to him, they are going to be his when it comes down to the end because he's not going to give up. In other words, God is not in this to lose. Amen. This light is contending against the darkness. It is holding it back. It is telling darkness you can only come so far. As we heard in the song, amen, you cannot cross the bloodline. You can only go so far. You can only do so much. Just as he would tell Job when Job would come, or when the, uh, the, uh, Satan would come before the sons of God as they would present themselves and he would say, have you considered my servant Job? And he said, yeah, but you do this. You got a hedge around him. He said, I'll take all of this away. Amen. You can do whatever you want to him, but you cannot take his life. In other words, he puts something there that devil, the devil can only go so far. Amen. The devil is only is harnessed in the harnesses put on him by God. Therefore, he can only do so much. He can only put so much on you. He can only, uh, pressure you so much. He can only put sickness on you so much. He can only torment you so much. He can only go so far. Amen. But there's a line there that he cannot cross. And therefore, who can stand against this great God that we're talking about? This God is a great God. It's a great light. It, nothing can stand against it. You know, there was, a, there was an army one time that thought they could stand against it. And they thought they could put enough men around a tomb. And they thought they could put enough garrison there. And and they could hold him, hold that body in a tomb, but they found out on that resurrection morning when that light of God came down, amen, and it, it blinded all of them around and it, it put them as though they were dead men, amen, they found out they was not a match for this light, amen, we can go on into the, into the acts and we can see Peter when he was thrown in prison and he was held there by guards and he had guards sitting around him, guards at the door, but the Bible said prayer was offered up unto God without cease. In other words, they kept praying that God would somehow set this man free. And their prayers went before the throne of God and God sent down an angel, which the scripture said a great light shone in the prison. And those that held him and those that tried to keep him there could know they lost their power to hold. They lost their power and their ability to keep him in the prison. And the angel smote him and said, get up and let's walk out of here. And I think about that as we look in times of, of where we're around and people that are caught in prisons of, of sin and prisons of unbelief and prisons of fear. Amen. If you would begin to pray and the church of God will begin to call upon God or maybe they're in prisons of sickness. But if the church of God will begin to call without ceasing and begin to pray, God will send a light that is greater than that sin, that is greater than that sickness, that is greater than whatever is holding them. And an angel can step out and say, come on, it's time to walk out of this place. Amen. As I was reading this, I couldn't help but think about our brother Ron, who's been held in this moment. Amen. Held in by this cancer. But I believe there's prayers is being offered up without ceasing. And I, I believe at just any moment, there's a light that's going to come down and tap him on the shoulder and say, Ronald Spencer, your time with this cancer is over. Amen. Get up and go back to the people of God. I believe, amen, if we would hold that faith, there is a light greater than that cancer. And that cancer cannot contend against that light. In other words, it can't stand in the presence of that light. Amen. One thing we find out about this light, it never quits. Amen. Just as the sun never quits shining, but every morning it comes up again to herald a new day and it begins to push back the darkness. So does the son of God day after day, push back the darkness, push back the thoughts in your life, push back the darkness is trying to surround you and trying to put you, put, put you under his feet. He will not stop until every enemy is destroyed. Hallelujah. Amen. The cup of God's vengeance is about to be poured out and every cancer, every sugar diabetes, every high blood pressure, every spirit of hell that has attached itself to some weak cell, one day is going to burn. It's going to be no more because God is vengeance is going, it will not be, he will not be acquitted. What the devil has done to you, he is going to pay for. 
Amen. What the devil has tormented you and try to strip you of your peace and strip you of your joy and strip you of your children. He will pay for his sins. Hallelujah. Amen. We can say the light is with us. Amen. In this time and hour that we're living in fear is coming on more and more than it ever has. It's getting more and more. More people are being diagnosed with anxiety disorders and, and there's a lot more things to worry about. I mean, how many's had time to sit on your front porch and, and kick back in a rocker and shell some peas? It don't happen no more. Amen. It's the time that we're living in, things that goes on and, and, and it's getting worse and worse. But I can take great confidence in this scripture right now in this moment that we're living in in Isaiah 41 in verse 10. It says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Hallelujah. We, we can have a rejoicing moment just right there because the devil, you know, fear comes when you think God's a long ways away. Amen. When you think that he's no more around, he's not answering, he's not moving, he's not, you don't see the uh, moving of God and how he's orchestrating things and fear tries to set in and, and fear tries to overtake you just as it did those that was in that boat on the Sea of Galilee and the waves begin to get up and the waves begin to come against the boat and begin to crash over the bow. What happened? Fear overtook them to such a place they forgot who was with them. He never left them. He never went away. He was there all the time. I believe we heard that last Wednesday. This God has been with this bride all the time. He's not got to 2022 and decided it was time to pack up and go home. No, he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you. He's in the ship. The ship might be bouncing up and down, but don't forget he's in the ship. I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God, and I will strengthen thee. In other words, you're not going to be dependent on your strength, little bride. I'm going to give you my strength. I will help thee, and I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded, and they shall be as nothing. Hallelujah. Has the devil been against you today? Come on now, be honest. Has the devil been against you today? Amen. He will be ashamed and confounded and shall be as nothing. He's been telling you, you're nothing. Why don't you turn around and say, the Bible says, the word of God says, you're nothing. And they shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and shalt not find them, even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing. I've invited that devil specially here tonight so I can tell him he's nothing. Amen, he's nothing. A thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand. Saying unto thee, fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou worm Jacob, and ye men of Israel. I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth. I'm going to give you something to fight with. I'm going to arm you with my armor. I'm going to give you my weapon. I'm going to give you my word that can not only be in your hand, it'll be in your mouth. And you'll begin to speak it and it has some teeth to it. Hallelujah. You'll speak healing to a body and it has teeth in it. And that word will go in there and grab that sickness and drag it out and say you don't belong in this body. Hallelujah. You'll speak to that son or that daughter that's wayward and that word with some teeth will go and it'll grab a hold of that sin and it'll begin to shake it. Woo, hallelujah. Amen. It'll begin to tear it from limb to limb until there's no more sin can be found. There's no more drugs to be found. There's no more alcohol to be found. There's nothing to be found. It's all gone. 
And thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small. You shall say unto this mountain, move and be cast into the sea, and it shall be done. I'm going to give you something you can thresh that mountain with. You say that mountain been threshing me, well, you come to the right service. You've been given something that you can contend with that mountain with and beat it small and shall make the hills as chaff. Amen. Shall make the hills as chaff. Thou shalt fan them and the wind shall carry them away and the whirlwind shall scatter them and thou shalt rejoice in the Lord and thou shalt glory in the Holy One of Israel. Psalms 35 verse 1 says, Plead or contend for my cause, O Lord, with them that strive or contend with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Amen. Isaiah, go back to Isaiah 49. Let's answer that. Isaiah 49 and verse 24. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Who's he talking about? The enemies who he's calling the mighty. Or the lawful captive delivered. Shall the prey that the mighty has said I'll destroy. The mighty has said, I'll take down to nothing. The mighty has said, I'll, there'll be nothing left of them. The mighty has said, they won't ever get their children back. The mighty said all kinds of things. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty and the lawful captive delivered? But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. Amen. I, I believe it's time that we can have a little Fourth of July celebration. Yeah. Amen. This world don't want this. You know, you got so many voices out there. We don't want no fireworks. We don't want, they don't want to remember the great things that happened in this country. They don't want to remember, amen, the liberties that were fought for and the liberties they enjoy today. They don't want to remember it, but there's a people that wants to remember it. Amen. I ain't even talking about what happened in 1776. I'm talking about what happened, amen, in 1963. Amen. In our generation, what happened in this hour that we're living in? I want to see fireworks tonight. I want to see some rejoicing tonight. Amen. That you see a God who's contending for you. A God who's standing for you. A God that's going to go and get the captive daughter and bring her back. A God that's going to go and get that captive out of the mouth of the prey. For I. Hallelujah. For I will contend with him that contended with thee. Hello, somebody. You're not fighting this battle alone. He is with us. He's never left us. He's always been here. I will contend with him that's contending with thee. Listen, Ron Spencer, it ain't just you that's fighting that cancer. There's an angel of God that is fighting that cancer. Amen. It ain't just you that's been on your knees crying out for your children. The angel of God has been contending with that devil that's been holding your children. And he said, I will contend with him who continue with thee. And what? And I will save thy children. Somebody needs to say, my child, oh God. I will feed them that oppress thee with their own flesh and they shall be drunken not on your blood but their blood as with sweet wine and all flesh shall know that I the Lord am thy savior and thy redeemer and the mighty one of Jacob I will contend with him that contended with thee but you know contending can go two ways he can contend for you or you contend for him. Amen. We're going to take a little flop here for a minute. Jude chapter 1 and verse 3. Beloved, when I give all, I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly, what? Contend. 
for the faith which were once delivered unto the saints. That you should earnestly or vehemently or very wholeheartedly, Brother Brandon would say, with all your heart contend, he said, not for a faith, but for the faith. The same faith Jesus would speak and he would go out and he would do and he would move and do mighty miracles. He would preach the word. This is the faith that we are to contend for. He said, well, why has Brother Tim been preaching what he's been preaching? Because he is contending for the faith that was once delivered. Amen. This ain't a new faith. This is a faith that we have went back to again. Amen. As the same church in the first age taught, we teach. As they preach, we preach. Therefore, if they heal, we heal. If people come out of prisons in that day, people will come out of prison in this day. We must contend. I'm going to skip down because I I, I don't feel like you're quite with me yet. Brother Matt Watkins shared this testimony. Back in March, I was asked, we're talking about contending for the faith. Back in March, I was asked by a brother in our church, Brother Travis Jackson. He's got a wonderful testimony of how God saved him and even his mother and dad. It's an incredible, incredible man of faith. He said, if I'd go, if he asked if I would go with him to lay hands and pray for a good friend of his, Marcus Humphrey, who had been recently diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. He was told by the doctors he had a few months maybe to live. Marcus is the associate pastor of what they call a vineyard church here in Beaufort. It's an evangelical church, evangelical church. He was Brother Travis's pastor before he came to the message more than 14 years ago. So we went to his home where I could tell immediately he was very sick and he had a tumor the size of a large grapefruit on his neck. And Brother Travis, now listening to this contending for the faith. Amen, Brother, Dra- Brother Travis told him that because of his death sentence, there wasn't no time to mince words. And to be bold and honest with him, he shared his testimony of how the Lord led him to the truth of the end time message and to a living God who is not just was alive, he's still alive and he's living among his people. He boldly declared to him the true Jesus wasn't living in a denominational church amongst false doctrines like Trinity, but that God had been had revealed himself again in the last days through a prophet and restored the original apostolic gospel with apostolic power to heal the sick and raise the dead. He shared that this was a fulfillment of scripture. Marcus was very receptive. As I'm sure anyone told him in months to live would be, he told us that he, when we walked to the door, the Lord spoke to him and said, we were sent from God. And you want to know where the book of Acts are? It's happening all amongst us. I began to testify to him about Sister Atlanta Butts and how she was supernaturally healed of the exact stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. I showed him the image of her PET scans before and after. Well, what was it? He that was contending against her. He turned and began to contend against him. Give me some more, Brother Tim. His faith began to rise as he wept hearing about about a living God. We then laid hands on him with his wife and other people in the church in the room from that church and we prayed for him that God would supernaturally deliver him and heal him of this cancer demon that was killing him. We just received the report from his wife after a special visit this hospital earlier this week, all in caps. Praise the living God. Marcus has been supernaturally healed and is 100% cancer free. Hallelujah. The doctor said it was the most aggressive cancer he had ever seen, but now it's miraculously gone. The doctor cried and said, this is truly a miracle. He is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, be in prayer because we're seeing him later in his home to follow up and to continue witnessing to him about the message of the hour. 
And I say this, if God could come down in a home and heal a man preaching half truth, hallelujah, why don't we also contend that the same God can heal a man who preaches all the truth? He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. I refuse to back up.
May the same church of the living God tonight say in the name of Jesus, Ron Spencer be healed. In the name of Jesus, our sons and daughters are coming back. In the name of Jesus, God's going to move mountains. In the name of Jesus, he's going to open the Red Sea. In the name of Jesus, he's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Jesus! Healing is here. In the name of Jesus, you don't have to live another moment under that complex that you don't belong. You are here because you belong. Thank you, Jesus. You are here because God called you to be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just worship him. I, this is his service. It ain't mine. Some of y'all need to start contending against that devil that said your son and your daughter's not coming back. Some of you need to start contending against that mountain of fear and that mountain of doubt and that mountain of unbelief. Some of you need to start contending. You say, how am I supposed to? The word of God is nigh thee. And it's a sharp threshing instrument. You need to start using it and start speaking against your enemy and say, devil, I'm not gonna be held another service under this thing. I'm not gonna be held another moment, but I'm gonna speak the word and I'm walking out of my prison cell. We need to contend he's not a God of history, but he's a God of the now. For this moment, what he did then, he still does because he's the same yet today, yesterday, and forever. He's still the same God and he changes not. Brother Bram said, my contention is, my ministry is to contend that Jesus Christ, the son of God, is not dead. His body is now sitting on the throne of God in glory, but his spirit that was in him is now in the church. And it's moving among his people that's according to the word. I say, Holy Spirit, move until every wall comes down. Move until every complex flee. Move until there's no more fear among us. Until we can get some men that'll draw a sword and say, I'm going to get a drink for my king. I got it in my notes. I'm just going to preach it. Amen. Brother Brandon said that there was a that David, he got him some Gentile warriors around him. He was an outcast. He had been put out of the economy of God. He had been, but he had been anointed to be king. And he said, those men saw a great light. They saw an anointing there. And they began to move around that anointing. And one day that anointing was caught up somewhere. And he got so thirsty. He said, I want a drink. And I don't want just any drink. I want a drink from Bethlehem Wells. I want a drink with the fresh water of God spewing out. I want a drink where Jacob drug dug a well. He was contending that was his well. Well, everybody, about three men said, you know what? We're going to go get him a drink. And he said it was garrisoned by about 16 miles of Philistine. But two grabbed a sword and one grabbed a bucket. Said, let's go get our king a drink. And they began to fight through doubt and fear and the complexes. They fought through cancer. And they fought through every kind of thing. They said they couldn't make it said they might as well give up and go home. But on this Wednesday night, their king wanted a drink. He wanted a drink that that brother Brandon would call that old Pentecostal water. 
something that's flowing, something that's got life in it, something that's moving, something that might have a little shout in it, something that might have a little dance in it, something that's moving, and that was enough to make three Gentile warriors fight contend against them uncircumcised Philistine. It says this well is not your well. You Philistine says we can't drink from that well no more. I'm going to cut your head off. You Philistine that says, amen, the baptism of the Holy Ghost ain't the same today. I'm going to cut your head off. You Philistine that says days of miracles are past. I'm going to cut your head off. You Philistine that says God don't heal no more, your head's coming off. You Philistine that says God doesn't save at an altar no more, I'm cutting your head off. You Philistine that says I'm not going to give back my your son, I'm not going to give back your daughter, I'm cutting your head off. And I'm going to dip down in that well. And I'm going to bring him back a drink tonight. I'm going to dip down in the well. And I'm going to bring my king a drink. They did not fall. They didn't just fight their way there. They fought their way back. One holding the bucket. Two holding swords. And after a minute, they got to that last one. That demon of fear. He picked a dumb place to show up. At the last stop. Fear more than everywhere. Fear more than any time. Fear more than anxieties and every kind of supernatural demon. But there's a group of people that's been armed with a new threshing weapon. Satan, this weapon got teeth. It cuts going and it cuts coming. It'll cut one way and it'll cut another way. It'll cut your way to the vine healing and it'll cut its way to the Holy Ghost. It'll cut its way to an altar call. It'll cut its way to a prayer line. I don't care how many Philistines say, God, don't do that no more. We are here to cut their head off. If you're hearing this tonight, you need to grab your sword and go to swing it and get yourself out of that Philistine camp. Get your way out of that unbelief. Get your way out of that crease and dullness and get a drink. Brother Branham stood night after night contending for the faith. Contending, he's the same yesterday. Contending, he's the same today and forever. How dare us lay our swords down? He stood against giants, intellectual giants, and said, It ain't possible no more. Well, it ain't possible till it's possible. But when it's possible, God makes it that way. It wasn't possible for Goliath to die, but one day it became possible because there happened to be a little boy there in that camp that morning. He hadn't been there the 40 other days, 39, whatever it was, but that morning he came with some meat and some cheese and some bread, and he was going to just feed a few brothers of his and his mind, but the whole time the light was whirling. It was leading him to the valley. Because again, God wanted to show him he's not just God on the mountain with the sheep. He's God down in the valley where the giants are. Amen. He brings him down in that valley and he hears a voice. says, send me a man. Brother Bradham said, there was a different set of ears in the camp that day. On that Wednesday night, there was a different set of ears. said, that devil, I'm done listening to you. I don't need another day of that. I don't need five more minutes. Send me. I'll go kill him. This is what those Gentile warriors saw in David. They saw a man that was not afraid. 
but his trust was in his God. And tonight, he's looking for another drink. But will you fight through your complexes? Well, Brother Timothy, I'm just a quiet person. Yeah? You ain't been close enough to the fire. You get close enough to the fire, it'll warm you, and then it'll burn you. <laughs> and something reacts. I don't care who you are. How many of you ever here been burned? Let me just hear for a moment. What would you sound like? Yeah. I know good and well, and you didn't go, Mama, I burned myself. I'm so sad. No, there was a reaction. There was something in you. And I don't care. I'm not trying to say you got to scream and you got to holler. But when that fire gets close, there has to be a worship come forth. Whether if it's just hands up and tears streaming down, or you can't contain yourself and you take off running around, whatever it is, amen, something's going to happen. Something's going to respond if there's life on the inside of you. And tonight he's looking again for, an, I'm so far off my notes, we're just, where he's looking again for somebody. Who's a somebody? <laughs> Who's a somebody? He said, I don't care what's the matter tonight. If you will believe for divine healing, it's yours. God promised you it, and I wouldn't walk away from it. I would take it. He gave it to you. It's yours. He gave you the land. You might have to fight. You might have to press. You might have to push. You might have to draw your sword. But if you'll rise up, you will possess it. Hallelujah. How many possessors do we have here tonight? I will possess everything that he has. Not partial. No, 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 no. We're not going partial way. <laughs> oh, yeah. He says right here. He said there was a lot of them that came at Kadesh Barnea and they refused to contend. He said that what was it? He said it was a bunch of borderline, a bunch of borderline preachers that would get right up to the borderline and say we can't do it. We can't have that no more. God don't move that way no more. God don't do that no more. God, he ain't the same anymore. You might as well say it. They'll say everything but that, but that's what they're saying. He's not the same. And they go right up to the borderline and they'll scratch their toe in the dirt and they'll jump back over. And they'll jump back over here and it gets a little bit too hot for them and they jump back over. I ain't jumping back over. I like how my brother Branham said, he, I, lo I love it. I, I, I thought maybe Caleb must have been a little Southern. He said, Caleb walked over there and he come back and he said, those 10 other preachers said we couldn't do it. Caleb looked at him and said, we'll take her. We'll take her. I believe that's the way it is. If you want, don't want that true bride of Jesus Christ, we'll take her. If you don't want those Acts 2, tongue-speaking Acts 2.38 believers, we'll take her. <laughs> if you don't want that divine healing, we'll take her. If you don't want the miracles, we'll take her. We'll take all God has for us. If you don't want it, hand it on over. I want it. Is there some more believers in the house? Say, give it to me, Jesus. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take my healing. I'll take my joy. I'll take my peace. I'll take what God has for me. Why don't you just lift your hands and praise the Lord? Rejoice in your liberty. I'll take her. You don't want that Holy Ghost? Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. 
Oh, come on now. I'm quitting now. Come on, musician. Amen. Let's give the king a, the king a drink of water. He's been designed a good old Pentecostal drink. Let's give it to him. If they don't want to give it, I'll take it. If they want it, they don't want that flowing river of life, I'll take her. If they don't want the arms of the beloved, I'll take it. If they don't want salvation, I'll take it. If it don't do nothing for them, for their people to be healed and their people to be delivered, I'll take it. I want it. I want everything. I'm a little stingy when it comes to the promises of Almighty God. I believe that's where all every true believer should be. Because he's not just enough, he's more than enough. So if you want more, he's got it. I wonder how many tonight that says that I got the Holy Ghost, but you want more. He's got it. I wonder how many tonight said I want the Holy Ghost. He's got it. I wonder how many would say I, I, I need healing tonight. He's got it. I need deliverance right now. He's got it. Hallelujah. I need the peace of God that passes all understanding. He's got it. And not only does he got it, you can have it. Take it. Take it. Take it. I say it again in the name of Jesus Christ. Take it. Kill that foolish thing. Kill that unbelieving spirit. Say, God, I'm here to receive from you. Praise the name of the Lord. Won't you just lay hands on each other now and let's pray for one another. Come on, musicians, you can lay your instruments down for a minute. Just gather around. Won't you begin to pray? Devil's been against you. Pray. Devil's trying to stop you. Pray. I'm coming back from this moment with a drink for my king. pushing against that thing. Keep pushing. Don't give up till you got it. Hallelujah. Don't give up till you got a revelation. My child's coming home. Don't give up till you got a revelation. By his stripes, I'm healed. Don't give up. Don't give up. Just keep striking. Keep moving. Amen. You got a bucket. Go ahead. Get ready to dip it in that water. Hallelujah. There's enough vitamins in that water because that water was signifying the blood of Jesus Christ that would be spilled out upon your earth. What earth? Your earth! And it's cleansing you, washing you, moving you. 
setting you free. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord.